Hey guys, it's Margaret and Cress again, and we are so excited to be here today to talk about our Napa recap. Um, it's been a little while, but we just haven't gotten around to it. And so we were just talking through the all things Napa and our experience there and um, just training leading up to the race and then how the race actually played out and how we felt physically and mentally. Um, so we're going to start off with the Cress's recap and how her training went and her experience. So I'll let you take it, Cress. Okay. Well, all in all, it was an amazing experience and I absolutely loved the marathon. It is so well organized. It's such a fun place to go for the weekend. The course is beautiful. It's everything that you'll read about it if you research it online. And highly, highly recommend. Training was also great. Like it's such a nice time of year in Austin to train. I feel like it was super easy to ramp up my miles. Like it was very natural. I would have been wanting to run a lot of miles regardless that time of year. And so that was all good in terms of training and trying some different things nutritionally. I, for the first time, added in salt tabs. So we'll get into that. I think it helped, but I wish I would have started that earlier in my training so I would have gotten a better sense of like how much and kind of gotten in more of a routine with that. But um, I feel like this was like the first training cycle that I was really good about getting in that nutrition, um, like 90 minutes within 90 minutes of my workouts, which I think made a big difference in just how I felt. And I didn't have any injuries, like nothing, like just felt really good. The whole training went into it, like just super positive, super excited. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a fun weekend. It was, for me, more of a girl's weekend. I did not bring my husband. So that was kind of fun. I, it would have been fun also to have him there. I think either way you do it with or without your significant other or like with a group or just make sure you don't just go there by yourself because it's definitely a place like the day after you're going to want to go and get out and see the wineries. And so make sure that, you know, you have a friend or significant other or whatever with you. So that was all awesome. And I guess the race itself. Well, I did feel like mentally like pretty confident and pre prepared, but this is life, right? Like there's always something that you don't anticipate. Yeah. So what was your, what was your thing? <laughs> Margaret's like looking at my feet right now and remembering seeing them like wrapped in ice afterwards. Um, yeah. So Tell like. how you mentally dealt with. So by thing. like, well, actually when Margaret and I were warming up, like my foot kind of, I felt like something wasn't right. And I thought it was something with my laces. So I like retied them, but like by like mile four, it, it just like hurt, like that ball of my foot on my left foot, especially. And, um, I was able to kind of just like not think about it and keep going by like mile 
20, it was becoming more kind of like excruciating. I mean, because mile 20, like it doesn't really matter. Like you're just not going to probably feel awesome at mile 20 no matter what. Um, But I made it through those last six miles and um what were you telling yourself like how did you push through that because I had a moment where (laughs) I thought my shoes were too tight and I started going through my head on like I think I was at 23 and I was like oh my gosh okay I I might just need to stop because like, what if I'm cutting off my circulation right now? And, <laughs> Reminds and then, me of you asking me if my feet were blue and, and you're yeah. like, and then, and then I was like, yeah, I've been, I was worried about Chris's feet for like two weeks after her race. Um, but, but then I was like, okay, well, three more miles, like surely I'm not going to cut off my circulation. And that if you haven't cut it like, off already I went there really quickly it, to like, I have to stop and take my shoes off. Well, that's what mine felt like. Mine, you know, that feeling like, um, like when something's asleep and it feels like a sandbag. I don't know how to say it, but that's kind of how my foot felt. So, you know, that that was a little like weird and uncomfortable. And so I kind of in my head, same thing. I was like, oh my gosh, cross like like you're so close. Like it's gonna be okay. And I did like a fart lick in my head where I was like, okay, just speed up, slow down, speed up, slow down. So I would say if you can just like speed up for a little bit, then like slow down. Like it just every step like just hurt um, just on that ball of that foot. And um, I feel like that – I think that's kind of what I do in a, a lot of races is I do like um, – like I bargain with myself, <laughs> like, okay, like if you can just do this, then you can do this. And, and then there's always like, you always find like people, like there was a guy that um, I had run with for a bunch of it. And he was trying to, he had to get 320 to qualify for Boston. And, um, and he was like, super like nice and talkative. And so we chatted and then, I kind of went ahead and he was like a little farther back, but of course, like my, my pace slowed in those last six miles and he caught up to me and he was like, come on, come on. And like, he was able to sort of distract me. Um, however, (laughs) my foot still really, really hurt. And, um, I was so happy to finish. Like it's the only finishing picture I've ever had that I actually liked because I was so happy. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing. Like I feel like if you smile, it just like naturally kind of like makes you feel better. Like it just sends a signal to your brain like it's okay. But when I took my foot off and – or my shoe off (laughs) – And I mean, I wanted to take my feet off. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, I just wanted, like, I just didn't want anything to do with them. They hurt so bad. Um, And I should say, not, like, okay, funny story. You didn't take your shoe off. Margaret's husband took my shoe off. (laughs) (laughs) This is what happens when you don't travel with your own husband. Like, your friend's husband has to um, take your shoe off. So, um, So once my shoes were off, like and like I I was happy with my time. It was a PR. I wanted to get on the other side of 320. That didn't happen. But I was close enough to 320 that I was pretty happy. I think because the first thought I had 
after my shoes were removed was like, how did I finish like with my feet like this? And then the fact that like, like I couldn't like put weight on them. Like I actually had to get, like they gave me like, I think I was dehydrated. They gave me like warm mm-hmm. salt water Gatorade yeah. stuff and they, and they taped. So a shout out to whoever the PT was there at Napa Valley because, oh my gosh, they like taped ice around my feet. There's nothing that feels better than that and the salt water. And I felt good, but honestly, my feet were still messed up for about two weeks. So, um, so yeah, I was like, you know what, like considering like, I'm super happy. And what I also learned, so this is just a review of the race. It's just a one way, right? It's point to point. And it's not like Boston where Boston, you're on like these big, nice roads. This is, you know, like a small road. So it, it has that slant and the PT said that he mm-hmm. sees this kind of thing because of the slant of the road. So that could have had something to do with it. I don't really know. Part of me is wondering if I didn't let my shoes break in enough. All the questions, all the questions. But um, I will say what I learned a lot was like I probably should have taken more of the salt tabs. Mm-hmm. That could have helped because, I mean, if it was at all related to dehydration, then that could have been like a big factor, but I don't know. That's the thing with marathons. I think that's why we keep signing up for them is like, you don't know, mm-hmm. like and you'll never like really know. These little changes you can make each time. And these little changes and these curiosities and each one's kind of an adventure. Like, you know, you can predict pretty well, like a half marathon or certainly a 10K. Like you, you just don't know. I was telling Margaret and a couple of our other friends that, you know, I think what I want to do is just do more, like more practice marathons, like marathons that are more like long runs. Um, just to, I want, my goal is to master the last six miles. Yes, they're the worst. And be better about like anticipating these things, even though, like we said, you just never really can. But anyway, so stay tuned. I am considering that. And I, I think what I loved most about this is like, I couldn't wait to feel, you know, recovered more and get back to running. I didn't feel burnt out. I didn't feel like upset or, or like FOMO or like anything. I felt really good, really happy. The whole trip was like so good for my soul. Like it is great. Napa is a great marathon. So, um, I know Margaret's experience was a little different because it was like so back to back with CIM. I hadn't done a marathon since 2019. So I had had more of like, you know, a three year break. So, um, Margaret, tell us. Yeah. Um, I love thinking about just the comparison between CIM and Napa for me. So Napa, I was planning on, if I did CIM at CIM, I was going to change Napa to the half and I wasn't able to do that because I waited too long and they sold out. So, which by the way, you guys might be able to hear some noise and it's my dog's <laughs> tail wagging. She's like obsessed with Chris. So I've been over here like trying to make her be quiet, but, um, she's really cute. Anyway, that's yeah. what that noise is. And we are sorry, but, um, yeah, so I I think I was like 
five or six weeks out from Napa when I found out that I actually really had to do the full. And um, so I was like, okay, I guess I'll train for three weeks and then I'll taper. Um, but, and I had, I had just come off of CIM. So I, CIM was in this, was Dece early December and then Napa's early March. So it was just three months in between them. And I really took off like six weeks of like full recovery after CIM and, um, yeah, so it was an interesting, so, so the training, comparing the training between the two of them, I, so I had the goal for CIM of running a sub three and I reached that goal at CIM, which was super exciting, but my training was pretty intense and mentally it was hard, you know, like, I don't know. I like put pressure on myself for that. And I hadn't run a marathon in like nine years. I hadn't completed one in nine years. So, um, so there was that too. And then Napa, I felt way more relaxed about it. And I was just going to go see how I felt that day. And so my training, I was more relaxed about my training. I never got to the point of feeling burnt out. I decided I was just going to enjoy the experience. And I did an actual race day. Um, it's funny comparing the two because they probably they have like probably like a pretty similar course with like a net downhill, but some rolling hills. I do think Napa was a little bit hillier than CIM, but um, the the differences in the race were crazy. Like CIM, it was a gray kind of sprinkly day and. It was great running weather, but it was just kind of like a depressing day um, as far as the weather went. And then it was a huge group, like massive group of people go to CIM to run a sub three. So I, the whole time I was running, I was surrounded by tons of people yelling and cheering and um, people running with me and um, versus Napa, <laughs> there's a very tiny little group that was trying to get a sub three and I ran with them for a little bit. Um, and I ended up dropping back behind them. And then I just ran, I was literally like by myself, um, that yeah, whole no, there's, race. There's and then that part of it. for miles, like 18 through 23, they don't even allow spectators. So there's like no spectators, no there. but it was a gorgeous, cool. It was a sunny day, but it was cool. And it was beautiful. You're like running through wine country. So, um, it was really good. I like, as far as like the scenery and um, I, I was trying, I tried more in that race to just kind of like notice my surroundings and mm -hmm. it felt like a kind of like spiritual experience for me versus CIM was just like, okay, I keep looking at my watch, like I hit my goal. Um, so totally different experiences with both. And, um, and I will say too, like after Napa, so I ended up, it was a seven minute difference. Like I ran Napa seven minutes slower than CIM, which doesn't seem like a lot, but I guess like in running the running world, that is a lot. Seven minutes is a lot. So, um, but yeah. after Napa, I came back and I slept a lot for like two weeks. I just, I slept in, it was spring break for my kids the week after or a week later. So I like that first week, I just like relaxed. And then um, spring break, I like slept in every day and um, so I recovered really quickly after Napa versus CIM went straight into the holiday season and just yeah. um, kind of hit the ground running right after. And so I was pretty, 
um, exhausted after that. But I, anyway, I had, uh, it was really good in the long run. I think that I did the full up for Napa because, um, CIM felt like kind of like it had a place and it was great and it was super exciting to reach my goal, but it was like, it felt more like a job, you know, like mm -hmm. I'm going to get this done. I'm going to reach my goal. And then Napa was like a fun experience. And I think I needed that after feel, I, I started to feel a little bit burnt out, um, toward the end of my CIM training. So, um, Napa was a good reminder of why I love running and racing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's most of my, I'm glad you touched on like the weather and stuff. The, I mean, <sighs> I will say it, like the sun by the end it was hot it was finished. hot yeah 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 so well and okay well and then just comparing like sacramento versus napa so i had never been to either and my husband came with me to both um and we were leading up to sacramento we were so excited because we have four kids no offense sacramento and, people like yeah no offense if no you're offense out there. if you love sacramento but um we were just like so looking forward to a vacation. We have four kids and we're like, okay, we can't wait till Sacramento. <laughs> like we're just going to get there. And who cares if there's a race, it, you know, that we're planning on everything around this race. We just want to get there and like have a good time and enjoy Sacramento. And then <laughs> we didn't realize that Sacramento, in our opinion, it was not the most awesome city. So I am not joking. I got out of the shower after my race and my husband was on the computer trying to book a flight back home. Like right then he's like, how fast do you think we can get to the airport? We weren't leaving until the next day. And he was like, well, I saw that some of your friends were leaving right after the race. And so he was trying to like get us out of there to come home to four kids. I was like, I don't care where we are. We can relax. <laughs> in this hotel room. Like, yes. I don't even care. Yes. Versus Napa. We were like so sad to leave. I but know. Napa was, anyway, so it was nice. so nice. It was so fun. It was like everything. Yeah. And it was so fun going with friends. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Highly recommend. Uh, it is hilly. It is hilly. Yeah. 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 Hillier I, know, I than will we, say than we one thought. more thing I thought of about my Napa recap was um, I have realized that I do not run downhill very well, very efficiently. So like, mm. so the pacers at Napa, I know they don't do this everywhere. I thought this was interesting too. Like they were running based on effort, not based on like your actual splits. Like they didn't have even splits. So it was based on effort. Um, so like going up the hill. So for me, like starting out at a 650 pace, going up the hills, we are probably closer to a seven minute pace, but then going down the hills was like 640 pace or faster. And I was fine going up the hill with people and then we'd go down the hill and everyone was like way ahead of me. So I have, I did learn a lot from that race as far as like, okay, I can work on downhill technique. And, mm -hmm. um, also I need to work on strength training just as I'm getting older. But I, I, so I felt like for me, those last six miles was like, like energy wise, I felt great. I know I nailed my nutrition. I was very on top of that, obviously. Um, but I definitely was having like muscle fatigue and I think I was just putting everything into my quads. So I need to strengthen other, other muscles. Yeah. I mean, I just love it. Like what marathons teach us. It's, I guess why we keep coming back. Yeah. So, so on that note, we are working on our website and coming up with a section on race reviews and 
we really hope that y'all check it out. We'll um, we'll mention it again when it's done. So um, and ready. And so that will be super fun because I think we have more races in our future. I have a feeling. Yes, I hope so. So we'd love to hear if you have run Napa, if you have thoughts or like what it was like for you or um, if you can relate to any of this because it's, you know, it's always fun to process it. And I'm kind of glad we waited to do this because I feel like I need to sit with it for a little bit to really kind of integrate it and sort of, I guess, process it in a way that I can better yeah, articulate. It was fun, like, it was what fun was... to like go through the experience again. I know. Like it was great. I, I will say like I would totally do it again, and that's a good feeling. I would hate to do a marathon and be like I would probably not do that one again. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we put so much time into it, you know? Yeah, so. it was great. Yeah, we'll be we'll be back soon with another episode. So stay tuned. Bye. Bye. Thanks.